just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, Details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Big hello and welcome into Do Go On for another week of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky. Thank God I'm on the right podcast. I'm here with Do Go On co-host Matt Stewart, who is here with Do Go On co-host again, Jess Perkins. Hello. You're leaving some weird pauses today, yeah, why, Dave. Why, why those weird pauses, Dave? I kind of like it. I just give my words space to breathe. Yeah. Like it's a fine wine. So they can yes, really exactly. sink mm. in. Mullet, swill it, yep. spit it into a spittoon. Do you know that's what the thing you spit in wine into is called a spittoon? One of the best words ever. Yeah, yeah no, good call. What's too. your favourite words? Glockenspiel. Oh, yes. Um, mine is, I, I mean, I don't have one, so I'm having to think of one right now. And really? There's a lot I of words tell. out oh, there. How about, I'll, I'll give you another one. I really like onomatopoeia, the words... Yes. It's, it's a sound. Like I really like the word plop. 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 No, I don't like plop at all. Yeah, no, of course you don't. Of course you don't because like it sounds a bit like poop. Well, I think that's, yes. I think that's exactly the reason. I think that's one of the many charms of the word plop. Agreed. What about what Thank about you. tautology? Tautology is a great word. Oh, I thought you were going to say tortilla, which I also want to Also, big fan oh, of tortilla. Nice. Tortillaology. Yes. Tortillaology. What about the River Thames? It's oh, really fun to say. That is fun, River but I, I'm always scared I'm going to say it wrong, so I try not to actually say it in conversation. Luckily, oh. in Melbourne, doesn't come up a lot. Doesn't come up. And you I d- can d- pronounce Yarra, which is our river. So you you actually avoid saying Thames because I think because I'm because it's not spelt the way it's yeah it's spelled Thames yeah so I'm always it's, scared I'm going to say Thames or Thames. The British have a funny way with spelling, so I just don't talk about which it, which we inherited. Yes, that's very true. Because we speak English. We do. We and do we indeed. spell English as well. I'm speaking English, right? No. Oh, no. <laughs> mistake. Rare mistake, though, I will say. Right, no. <laughs> right, no. Maybe that is. Scottish. Ed, he's, still, he's still speaking English. Yeah, UK after all. Right, no. Right, no. Yeah. Uh, we laddie. All right, great. <laughs> Hey, is it, is that pause and you guys looking at me meaning you want you want the question to kick off the show? Wow, we're getting let's get is stuck that what, in. I mean, is that why? Well, I mean, it would have been nice just to chat a little bit more about yeah, our day. Favorite words. And Wait, but... what, you had a favorite word already? Yeah, yeah Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. It's a good one. What do you like the Spider Bait song Glockenpop, which is played on the Glockenspiel? I think I'm not even sure I know that song. Well, do yourself a favor. I might just later on. I'll have yeah. a bloody cheeky listen, Broden Ooh. Kelly. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, not again. He's, he's, in, he's in every week he's now. He's in all the time. Dave, you know what he's I always, mean? He's always with Nazi us, though, Nazi school with you, mate. I am not going back to Iceland. That's where I was. Nazi school, right. That's what they call oh, it. Oh, no, don't, don't taint all of our Icelandic listeners with oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I just meant rude. that's where you go. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be editing out those Iceland mentions. Mentions. Right. Mentions. Well, Matt, I may ask you to do go Thames. Oh, no. It happened. 
I said the word. Dugoon. <laughs> Dugoon. Dugoon. So it's your turn, Maddie, Matt, Matt. And as per usual, I'm going to assume that you've been working on this for over a week. Uh, uh, you've um, had over a week, as you always do. It's true. I mean, I've had my whole life has led up to this moment yeah. in a lot of ways. And I, I mean, in, and even though I where? didn't start the report mm-hmm. in, in my teens or earlier, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways I was preparing for this report throughout my uh, my earlier years. Correct. Um, and now I feel like I'm finally ready. Wow. Uh, t- and I felt finally ready uh, about five hours ago. Sure, great. Because I didn't <laughs> want to start before I was fully ready. Oh, you, you, you mustn't. No. Like I woke up early this morning and I'm like, not, not yet. No, not no, yet. it's not time. It's not time. It's not I don't want to, I don't want to muck this up. So instead you thought, I'll go for a 10K run and then I'll do the report after that. Which is a weird thought, but uh, it's the thought that came into my mind. Sure. Hey, it's really nice then to be a part of something so big for you. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Your whole life has led up to this moment. And we're here for that. Isn't that amazing? It was it's, the it's prophecy. Almost, did you wait for us? Were we foretold? <gasps> did you wait for us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know it was you guys Aww. particularly, but I knew it was a Dave Warnicky and a Jess Perkins. Type. Oh, so, it was a type. Or just someone yeah. with those names. Someone with those names. There's got to be others. There's heaps there's of Jess Perkins. There's a few Dave Warnickys, but wow. I'm glad you waited for me. Yeah, yeah so, me too. To be honest, you were the first one that came along, but... Wow. I, I saw Still, that. I took that as a sign. I was going to say, that's a sign, yeah. though. Yeah. If anything... You don't wait around for the second day of Warnicky, you know what I mean? No. If it turns out this episode's no good, the report's no good. It's because you it's because I the wrong Dave Warnicky. Wrong Dave Warnicky. And I wasn't wrong ready. Jess Perkins. So it's all on me. Or you. Could be but me. But not on Matt. <laughs> Correct. No, certainly not on me. Correct. If this is terrible, it's definitely it's anybody's fault except it has Matt's. Got nothing to do with <laughs> I wish I could take some responsibility. I know you but do. I can't. I know you do. I can't. I know you do. I feel helpless in that way. I know. I am excited and also scared to undertake my destiny. <laughs> it is your den- den- density. Den- oh. It's his dense- density. What's that from? I didn't even mean to quote the something. word density. It's my. It's your density. It's from Back to the Future. Great. Uh, Marty McFly's dad says it. Hey, um, <laughs> who was one of the uh, executives behind Back to the Future? Oh, I believe Michael J. Fox. Some sort of may uh, have been some sort of a producer? associate. Oh, producer. Associate producer. An ass prod. An but- ass prod. <laughs> Nothing but a, nothing but the best uh-huh. for Michael J. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think there may have been Sydney, Sydney Chamber. All right, okay, I'm going to give you permission to stop the episode, Matt, because if you don't get going, oh, someone's going to steal your idea. Hey, I've got a million ideas. How about a movie about a guy that does something in Africa? Everyone's talking about Africa. It's the number one hot continent right now. Am I right? Okay, okay, get going, Matt Stewart. Okay, I gotta go. I've got to drive a Ferrari. I assume I'm rich. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Sydney. Hey, that's a really great idea. Um, and maybe I'll see if I can work in some Africa. But <gasps> I'll see if I can. I think I can. All right, great. I think I think Africa is mentioned at one point. Oh my god! The prophecy. The Pharaoh's curse. <laughs> the Shineberg prophecy. Oh, can you call this episode the Shineberg prophecy? Because that's a great film title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if you think... I agree, kid! That's a great film title! Oh my god, we got Sydney's approval on the title. Fabulous. That's really good. That's hard to get, because he always changes the titles. I'm Sydney! Anyway, uh, hit us with the question then, Stewie. The question is, <laughs> Perko, uh, who was the second most famous Churchill <laughs> in the Second World War? The second most famous Churchill. 
So it's not going to be Winston then. Winston is out. Winnie. Because I would say that he is number one. Agreed. And there is only one other Churchill that I can think of. I can't think of any other Churchills. Is it Clive Churchill? No. I think that might That's be a cricketer. cricketer. I think it's a cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> I but think it was a cricketer it, from the is 70s. Is it Charlotte Churchill? <laughs> no. Ah. Churchill. What's it? Is anyone else called Churchill? I don't know another Churchill. This one's out of the hat. I had never heard of this guy. Is it, are they related to Winston? Is it not, his son? Not related. It was thought at one point, and that is in the story, but no, he's oh. not related. I do not know who this he, And he may is. well not be the second most famous, because he's obviously not particularly famous. No, but that's but a great question. I couldn't of, think of any other. Of the Second World War, specifically. Yeah, he, he came, his, his main um, claim to fame was during the Second World War. Just he was a, he was a, real, he was a bit of a player. Oh. Anyway. Sound a this. cricket player? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> A Clive, Clive, a Clive Lee player. A Clive like player. <laughs> Clive Lee. Clive Lee. Uh, I don't. I okay. I think you're going to tell me a name that I've never heard. Uh, his name, as it was suggested to us, Captain Crazy Jack Churchill. Captain Crazy. <laughs> Which I didn't see him referred to as much in my readings. He was. He got the nickname uh, Mad Jack Churchill. Fuck, that's a great name. Oh, Mad Jack. Have you heard of heard of this guy? No, I haven't. That's no. a fantastic name, though. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, I don't. He didn't give it to himself. Sure. Some other soldiers did, apparently. Well, you some can't his, give yourself nicknames. Trust me, I've tried. Some of his subordinates. What was your attempt? I don't remember. Oh, have we talked about mine before? Cobra. <laughs> In year eight, one week, one week, I was like, "Don't call me Dave. Call me Cobra." That's a terrible nickname. It's a fucking great nickname for, for a fourteen-year-old ch- child. The like, size look of me. At you. I am the Cobra. <laughs> Enter the cobra. Look, I, I don't mind it. It would need a like it, it would need all. a reason. Yeah, and and you would have had to have not come up with it. Yeah, and then maybe it could have happened. I, I spit venom into people's eyes. Yeah, sure, that's a good reason. Great. So now you've just got to you got to work back from there. So I've got to start spitting. Yes, firstly. Okay. Then you've got to get some venom. <laughs> oh fuck. I mean, you don't actually have to start spitting before you get the venom, but it, it, maybe it's a nice way I think of it's working good, up to it. Good practice. Yeah. You don't you don't go from zero to a hundred and hundred representing venom. <laughs> Spat <laughs> venom. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All well right. Wow. All right, okay. Cobra. So <laughs> Captain Crazy Jack Churchill. Yes. Is the who was who suggested this topic? Because I love it already. It was sent in uh, off Twitter by a man named Steve, who's at Shades nine oh nine or at Sade S nine oh nine. I'm not sure how he... <laughs> It'd be so good if he tweets back and he's like, it is Sade, yes, actually. Thank we, you for finally pronouncing that correctly. We often do get people tweeting and saying, hey, love that you chose my topic, but that is not how you say my name. <laughs> yeah, and every week, I What's the one that you got, Matt, recently? It was like... Um, uh, I mentioned a listener... Oh, I'm going to fuck it up again. <laughs> I think you <laughs> so, said Ali, but it's Eli. It's Eli. Eli. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, how clearly, do you fuck up Eli? Yeah, I... It's I a common name. The, I was saying a while ago about how... Was I saying that on this podcast? How we? Um, oh, how many podcasts are you on, Champ? How we in, in Melbourne um, have swapped E's and A sounds. Apparently. Oh yes, with a helicopter you were saying. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 and helicopter. Yeah, which well, I think now that I'm aware of it, I'm trying not to do that. I've but, never noticed. But I'm, it. I think I might have done that with Arlo, Ali and Eli. Oh boy. So Sade S. And so he must have been like, oh poor Australia. Because this American guy, oh, poor Australia. Oh, you little cutie. He's like, you had to spell Eli phonetically for me. <laughs> e. Lie. Oh. oh. 
Oh, such a... That's fun. That's a hot new take. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> On a three-letter name. I'm going to go drown myself in the Thames. Oh, no. I fucked up saying it wrong. That's what I'm... Oh. Thames. God <laughs> damn it. it the t- you got it half right. Yeah, well, oh boy. All right, See, that's what start. I'm worried about that I'll do, so, huh? I don't, so I don't talk about that river. Thames. Oh, you know, what? A, look, we know what you mean. Maybe they'd come and call it the Yara, you know? Great. And well, That's Americans a... call Melbourne Melbourne, Melbourne. which is how it's spelt, so it makes sense. Yeah, but it's it's like a third degree burn, not Jason Bourne. It's Melbourne. But it's but it's actually Melbourne. It's actually like B-I-N. Yeah, we say like B-I-N. Like... Melbourne. <laughs> like, we can't like even we... pronounce our own bloody town. We live in a bin. But if they said Melbourne, <laughs> so I'd still be like, yeah, better. Better bore. than, yeah, better than Melbourne. They put an... Is there... But there is an O in there, isn't oh, there? Oh, fucking hell, Matthew. Is there? Yes. So did you born. just forget the born identity? Did you just born. forget how to spell the city that we live in and have lived in for our entire lives? Look, I moved here when I was five. So for, oh, fuck off. Where'd you move from? I never knew this development. Moved from uh, Charlton, country Victoria. How, oh. how far away from Melbourne is that? It's about two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. You can still pronounce Melbourne. You wasn't fucking. aware of it as a co- as a college. <laughs> <laughs> My first word was... <laughs> I wish that was on purpose. My first word was Melbourne. <sighs> it's, it's been hard to recover, I must admit. Melbourne. Melbourne. Anyway. Kind of fun. Anyway. This look. is just a little fun fact for anyway. our American listeners. If you ever come to Australia, just say Melbourne uh, and, and then we'll already like you. No, I can't. I like it when they fuck it up. I it's don't. Fun. It's good well, fun. I, uh, they're one not thing. fucking it up. They're just saying it in their accent, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, they're just pronouncing it phonetically. <laughs> but pander probably. to us and say it in our accent. Not in our no, accent. Don't, don't mimic us to us. God, it's hard, isn't it? Jeez. Well, there's one thing I'm confident about, and that is that we're probably saying Steve right. So this episode... Suggested on Twitter by Steve. Unless he comes back, he's like, "My name is Steve." And is, is <laughs> it's actually possible? We're, we're also being we're also giving Americans pronunciation. Oh boy, what Amer- are we? Giving? We're also giving Americans shit about how they pronounce our city. Like, why would they know anyway? But exactly. Did you? I mean, you've heard previous weeks, Dave and I butchering the American accent. You know, so yeah. Maybe, but then Americans have come like back that. and said they loved it. Yeah, because they're much nicer people than us. They are much nicer people than <laughs> they're us. Being, they're being very generous. They're being very kind, as they always are. And we value them as people and listeners and friends. Yeah, I think of them as friends. Mostly, yeah, I go friends first, I reckon. I'd say comrades. Oh, okay. That sort of makes it feel like we're all Russian. in this together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. In Russia, together. Are we in this together in Russia? Oh, yeah. We're, oh, in, we're in Moscow shit, right yeah. now. <laughs> very nice. Mad Jack Churchill was born. <laughs> it's like such an exciting topic name, and then we talked about something else. With ten- I'm really keen. Mad Jack Churchill was born John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill. Oh, very good indeed. In Ceylon, in 1906, his father was working there. 19 what? Sorry, what was it? What year was it? 1906. <sighs> A good year. A good year. And when you say Ceylon, That's my line. <laughs> Ceylon, no, it's, it's mine. As in uh, former Sri Lanka, Ceylon? Yes, was, yes okay. that's right. British Ceylon, now Sri Lanka. Awesome. In 1906. Great. great. A so, wonderful year. A, a great year, I must admit. For cheese, wine, and magic. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Magic. Yeah, it sounds like a different word. Magic. Magic. So, yeah, he was born there, but very soon after, the family moved back to Surrey in England, like the next year or something okay. like that. Father was moving around a bit. I think then the year after that, maybe they went to Hong Kong for a little while and then back to England again. Just traveling. Just traveling? Yeah, just working. I mean, the British Empire was still a thing back then. Mm-hmm. And they owned a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were, you know, 
You remember. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. As she said, a good year. It was a good year. Uh, he had two brothers, Thomas Bell Lindsay Churchill Fuck, and Robert yes. Alec Farquhar Churchill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the <laughs> only reason I mentioned the brothers yeah. was because of Farquhar. To get a Farquhar. I, I wanted, because I was automatically going to be like, nah, Robert's got the shittest name. Um, just because it was like Robert, uh, it wasn't as interesting. But then he had Farquhar. <laughs> and I think his nickname was Buster. Fuck, uh, yes. Buster Fox. <laughs> I so badly want a good nickname. And like a nickname that I get called so often that then people meet me and are introduced to me by that nickname and then years later go, what's what's her actual just, name? Yeah. Oh, her, like people don't know. People don't know my actual yeah, name. that's amazing. Right? I want a nickname that's so convincing. Well, not as convincing, that... but like so good that, that I get called it by everyone. Wow, I reckon we can make it happen. I don't know if we can. Bop. I tried Bop. Bop's not bad. Early on. Bop. Yeah. Big Bop's, Bopper. Big Bop's cute. I like Bop. <laughs> okay, we'll try and make that a thing. Hashtag Bob. Hashtag Bob. Well, you didn't really commit there, Dave. Should I start? I guess we'll try and make that a thing. Should Hashtag. I start getting um like comedy rooms to put me on posters as Bob Perkins? Oh no, Jess, too, too many P's. Jess Bob Perkins. There's too like many P's. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Bob Perkins is hard. I mean, it will help people laugh at you. Yeah, that's what we want. What about your Bob Perkins? So when you say it quickly, it sounds like Bob Perkins. <laughs> Bob Perkins. <laughs> Yeah. Or just, just like Bo Perkins. Welcome to the taste. Jess Bo Perkins. Everyone's like, what? What? Anyway. I'm starting to wonder if you guys don't even want to hear about me. I don't. I want to I I, just workshop some nickname ideas and then I want to go home. I <laughs> am very keen to hear about Farquad, Bell, and Mad Jack Perkins. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mad Jack. Triple. Mad Jack. Uh, so those two brothers, Tom, um, also, they were, they were both. Uh, so the two brothers also served their country. Um, Tom became a major general in the army. Oh. And Robert, I think, Buster, died uh, died for his country. Oh, wow. Off the coast of Malta during Operation Pedestal. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good operation. It sounds like one that you wouldn't want to give your life up for. <laughs> like this, you know, Operation Barbarossa. Oh, that sounds cool. Operation Pedestal. Pedestal. Hmm. Mm. And it was just them going to get a pedestal back. <laughs> Behind enemy lines. But he fell over. I got gangrene. Oh, wow. Which developed into smallpox somehow. Oh, no. Oh, that's and a nasty... He, he's got, he he's got having a rough shot trunk. in the head. Shot in the head? Yep. By his seems... own pistol. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just let that sink in. What an image we're painting. Uh, We don't know heaps about his younger years for Mad Jack, but uh, we do know he graduated from the Royal Military College in 1926 and served in Burma with the Manchester Regiment. He would have been 20 years old then because he was born in 1906, which was a good year. Which was a good year. 26 also a good year. Right. Uh, during this time in Burma, he enjoyed uh, getting around on his motorbike. He had an old school motorbike. I guess oh. they all wanted back then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably new school. Probably quite oh, modern at the time. Oh, look, state of the art. Yeah. <laughs> now, at I one point, he he took a, he went on a solo ride for fifteen hundred miles. Which That's is a long like, way. Dave, what's that? What's one point six times fifteen hundred? Two thousand four hundred. Two thousand four hundred k's. It's quite a long. That's a lot of k's. Trip. I believe. Fuck, that's actually, yeah, that's a lot. Um, And apparently somewhere near, for some reason, everything about him, like, shares the main, same main stories. 
and they're all slightly, you know, so I'm guessing maybe they all came from the same source material. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, on this ride, towards the end of it, he um, came off second best in a collision with a water buffalo. Oh, no. He's mentioned a lot. A water, bu- wow. He hit yeah. a water buffalo. I think, yeah, so I don't think anyone does good in that collision. The water buffalo, probably. Oh, yeah, probably just shook it off. So, ow. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise I would imagine it would make. One of the things he's famous for is his bagpipe playing. Very um, good. <laughs> Very good. The plot thickens. <laughs> Who uh, is this man? He, he learnt... <laughs> That'll make an amazing noise when he hits this buffalo and lands on his back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people knew where he was and they could track him down and give him medical attention. Yeah, it saved his life. <laughs> Uh, he, First and last time a bagpipe has ever <laughs> saved a life. He got into the um, into bagpiping during this time in Burma. Um, he, <laughs> As you do. He studied the local culture. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, British. They, they're, they're like, our culture is the culture. Yeah. Let's you take like, it everywhere. You like bagpipes now. Yeah. And cricket. And he studied under the pipe major of the Cameron Highlanders and got pretty good. Wow, is that an official rank? That's an official rank, yeah. <laughs> Despite being the, a... the buffalo still dying over there? Yeah, it's a buffalo. Not oh, still dying. I would never disrespect the bagpipes, but a water buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them right yeah. off. Worst animal I've seen in a while. <laughs> Ever seen a quokka? They're adorable. Oh, I haven't. You gotta check them out. You gotta check them out. They don't look real quackers. Yeah, they smile. Their natural face is a smile. I love them. They look like a yeah, look like a fucking love them. Character out of that squirrel cartoon. Yeah. That squirrel cartoon. Secret squirrel? Just say yes. The Avengers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that a thing? Did you just confuse Robert Downey Jr. with a squirrel? Wait, the Avengers, and I said the Avengers. Is that a different thing? No. No, what about the two squirrels? There's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I have no the idea. The Rescue Rangers. I have right, no right. idea what you're talking about. Was so that, no, it's a thing from the olden days. Was that uh, before <laughs> Dave and I were born? Was that from 1926, probably. To be honest, it probably was. There we go. That's why we wouldn't know, because we're young. So we wouldn't be aware of that. I mean, it's that. all relative, right? Yeah. yeah, and relative to your age, we are young. Yeah, in comparison to you, we're state of the art. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that he does his reports on a typewriter, but it's kind of endearing. It is, be- and it makes a beautiful sound. It's gorgeous. It's very distracting. <laughs> Please, tick away. It'd take a lot of work to edit it out, to be honest. <laughs> He also uh, edits the podcast on a typewriter somehow. <laughs> he he was he was a real he was a real unique guy. It's just a red pen, Jess. It's not that hard. Uh, he 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 was a re- he was quite a, a unique character. That's kind of why he's sort of some of the reason why he's famous is because he was a bit of a an oddball. You know, mm. marched to the beat of his own drum, so to speak. Oh yeah, I know a couple of those. Hey, really? <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me more later on. Um, and obviously that's a bit weird in the army. In the army, they're trying to make everyone... Oh, yeah, they're trying to make you a... follow orders. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you meant to follow the rules, follow orders, whatever. He he got reprimanded for some weird things like using a hot water bottle sure. at one point. Sure. <laughs> no, your feet must be cold. <laughs> what the hell is that about? But I, I don't like hot water bottles. Controversial opinion. I worry that they'll break and burn me. Yeah. I don't is that like, your reason? I don't like... Yeah. And I also don't like being warm. Just in, I get like too warm in one patch. Oh. And it doesn't spread. But I've always been a uh, 
ever since I stopped wetting the bed. Hello. Uh, oh. Sorry to brag. So two weeks ago, <laughs> I'm like, who's going to do it? Matt looked at me like, got are it. you going to say that? Yeah, you Someone's still wet the bed, you dumb bitch. Oh, I got it. Your wet's not mine. They were my words. Anyway, I've always, I've always had electric blankets. Huh. They just make the whole bed oh, hang toasty. On. If you wet the bed, can you not have an electric blanket? Because no, it will. That makes yeah, sense. Can it hurt you? you? Really? What? Oh, now I'm what scared of electric s- blankets. What Fuck. if you sweat the bed? How, when was the last time you wet the bed? Yeah, but like I obviously. When was the last time I broke a water bottle and burnt myself? That sure, never happens. Sure. I just worry about that one one million. Look, I'm Imagine sure, if well, you had a hot water bottle that burst while you had an electric blanket, and then it caused me to piss myself. <laughs> Because your hand Ugh. was in it in that old wives' tale yeah. scenario. Wives' tale. But I does that not work? But Putting your hand in water. Does that I didn't wake no, up from the. Work, I didn't yeah. wake up from the boiling water. <laughs> you didn't wake up from any of it. <laughs> yeah, old didn't wake up from the electrocution. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jeez, we've got a lot of thoughts going on. <laughs> Too many, maybe. I want to hear about Mad Jack. Why was I talking about a hot water bottle? Because he was oh. reprimanded for, oh, having, for having one. one. Yes. So I was sort of on topic-ish. <laughs> uh, another time he appeared on parade, obviously with the army, and uh, he was carrying an umbrella, which apparently is a, like a big no-no in the army. Just bringing your own umbrella on a march. When you're parading. But it was, um, there was forecast for showers. When his superior asked him what the hell he was, thought he was doing, Churchill replied, <laughs> because it's raining, sir. Well, he just sounds like he's prepared. He's got a hot water bottle for the cold. He's got a rain, like, umbrella for the rain. Like, he's organised. Like, the question would be, why not? But That's like, admirable. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I was thinking it's when raining. When you put petrol in a petrol-powered car. Yeah. What were you thinking? Oh, th- it was forecast to rain, sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good Carry answer. on. Can't it, argue with that, mate. Chin, chin. Uh, so we served for 10 years before quitting in 1936. How does one quit? Uh, I, I believe, like it was, it wasn't super clear, mm-hmm. but I felt like he was just, like he, he mucked up a test to get a higher rank. I, I, I sort of read a bit ambiguously. I was mm. wondering if maybe he did it on purpose. Yeah. Because there is a theory that he, um, this was during peacetime, it was between the two world wars, and he was a bit bored of that. Sure. He wanted some action. So, I, he, so he started the Second World War. Is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Along with Dave's mate. Undercover, he killed Archduke Franz Ferdinand. That's World War One. Fuck. Undercover, he um, he financed uh, Hitler's rise to power. <laughs> okay. Under the cover of darkness one night. <laughs> he went into Hitler's room, <laughs> lights out, and he just like slipped... <laughs> Money into his mouth. A couple hundred bucks into his, uh, his uh, bedside There we go. Drawer. There we go, mate. Yep. This will tide you over. Make it happen. <laughs> um, so, but he, he quit. Is that the, what we're saying? Yeah, so yeah. he quit. I was just wondering if you have to like give two weeks notice or... <laughs> That's all. That's all I was wondering. I think it is tricky. I have a friend who really struggled to get... Like, he found that he didn't want to be in there and it was hard. I reckon oh, it would be. What yeah, that's what I mean. I reckon it would be really it, hard. Like, they, it was poten- like, potentially they can make you stay. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's a bit scary, isn't it? Which is like no, but I quit. Yeah, I don't want to be in a here. free country, Australia. Well, but you I'm also afraid. like you, you wouldn't think that you would want somebody to be at work if they yeah, don't want to be there. Totally, because then think it's going to be end, useless. I reckon if you prove that over time. Yeah. The problem is if the, if they think you'd be a really good soldier, they're going to make it hard for you to leave and hope you bend their way. Yeah. But if you definitely don't want to do it, like eventually maybe you know if you'd make a good soldier, if you're like. All right, I'll fall into line eventually because you've made it so hard. Mm. So I guess they make it as hard as possible. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I like I to think either. that if I quit, they'd be like, "Oh, thank God, you are no good." Oh, because yeah, they definitely yeah. would accept. I've I've heard of other people who are like, 
I'm not into this. And they're like, yeah, you're not right for it. Uh, Bye. Thanks for stopping by. I think they'd be relieved that both of us were gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. You flew the test somehow. Yeah. To get what him. scenario are you guys feeling like you should be joining the army? What so. scenario? Like, out of the three of us, who would be the best soldier? Well, Matt's too old. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sorry, a lady. I had to get in there. Um, uh, so you're saying you're out because you're a lady. They don't accept female soldiers. That's right. Uh, I'm <laughs> too old, and I am perfect. I would say. Oh, I don't know. I reckon maybe Dave. The best? Really? You think You're I'd so be... small. You'd fit like into oh, you'd, enemy you'd... bases easily. No, 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 no. <laughs> what am I being fired out of a gun? He'd, he'd, <laughs> he'd struggle his way through basic training and then have a desk job. Oh, no. What Dave would be is... Um, An associate producer. Is, is uh, associate producer Captain America war. before the serum. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I haven't oh, seen no, but that's, it. No, but that's is good. That a... It's is a good thing. Yeah, you get the secret soldier serum. So you're you're like really good, and you get through all the challenges. Well, no, he even doesn't. though you're smaller, he does find different really, ways like, to do it. Like he has yeah. to get the flag down, and everyone else is trying to climb the pole, but he pulls out a bolt, and the pole comes yeah. down. Would, and he just do you think of it because it was on TV the other night? No, I'm thinking oh, okay. because I, I think watched, about it all the time. I watched it the other day. It's, I love Captain America, and. The reason that he is chosen is because of his excellent morals. Like, he's a good person. He has a good heart. He helps people and he he doesn't cheat. And And he he doesn't back down. But he thinks his way through things. Yeah. So it's a good thing. But he's super weak. Physically very weak. He's a a small, ill... Ill Ill-looking person. And so he does does sound a lot like you described every trait I have. Yeah. Well... Maybe I've never. So really it's a good thing. I've never thought about being Captain America. <laughs> well, no, we're not offering. I'll give it a. Ju- <laughs> I accept. Well, no, no, oh, Dave, no, no, you, you misunderstand. When do, when do I start? Oh, no, 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 Jess. I think. Okay. I think we should give him a shot. All right, Captain America. Pass we... me the injecting thingo. <laughs> Let's inject him. Yeah. All right. That's great. Here's the serum. But but the reason I ask as well what reminded me about um like quitting jobs because I've had lots of jobs in my time about I think I'm up to eleven or twelve jobs wow I've had a lot of jobs I have commitment issues with jobs and I was recently writing a resignation letter you've had three jobs in the last month I think yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not wrong um, four if you count the stand up yeah oh yeah I I currently say I have about I have like I work four jobs anyway um. And I was writing a resignation letter recently and I asked my mum to have a look at it just to make sure it was okay. And she went, yeah, it's perfect. And then patted me on the back and said, you're getting quite good at this. <laughs> oh, no. That's very good. I was like, well played. Sweet, well played, mum. Sweet Melbourne, mum. Oh, she's so good. Oh, she tames to you good. Oh, no. no. Anyway, let's um, get back to the report. Uh, so, so he's quit, right? Mm-hmm. He's, had his, he's had his first stint in the army because obviously I said he's... He's um, he started famous the for being in the Second World War, so oh. he gets back there eventually. Little sizzle. Yeah, I was going to say a bit of a, bit of um, a tease. But, but in between, uh, after leaving the army, he had a crack at being a newspaper editor in Nairobi, Kenya, Africa. Hello, oh, there it is. Uh, I love that. It makes the world sound so small back then. Like yeah. he's just he's he bouncing s- around. He's been in, and he's not trained Ceylon, for the job at all. England. Uh, Burma, mm. Hong Kong, in between that, now in Africa. Yeah, with he so, went to army school, and it makes the world seem smaller. Yet it takes a lot longer back then to get yeah. in. Well, that's the thing. But I feel like some of the reports we've done recently that have talked about you know the olden days and people moving around. It feels like they almost travelled more. Yeah, it does. It's like we travel less I think, now, I think or maybe we. Tr- I think we holiday more now. 
because it's it is quicker to get around places. I mean, yeah. it still takes forever to get anywhere from Australia, but I think like it's easier for us to just go visit, but we don't move and live. I, I reckon we're, we're maybe we do. I reckon the people we talk about are like a one percent type. Of, Absolutely, yeah, we do talk about like amazing lives yeah. a lot more than so the that average. makes sense. Yeah, so that, maybe that's something. All right, disregard everything I just said. That was just an interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Um, he didn't last long, though. I think he might have found that a bit boring, as a bit dull as well. Um, he also had a crack at some modelling work. He did. What? Uh, he modelled for some magazine ads. Is he a bit of a looker? Not the photo that I've seen, but and, and this is. Sub- I mean, uh, the old people look different back then. Sure. And he's in his thirties. Different look. Yeah, thirties. Yuck. Day, day, no, today. <laughs> no, it's weird to debut. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry, Matt. But it is weird to debut as a model in your thirties, right? But hey, Matt, you can have dreams, you got, buddy. You got potential. I, I don't know what kind of um, magazines these were. What kind of ads they were for? They could have been for dentures or something. Sexy magazines. Oh, I could have been. Yeah, you could do denture ads, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have to do with the ad. Just smile. You can smile. But can you, you have to give be, me a smile you have now? To use dentures. Give me a smile. Oh, no good. <laughs> All right, maybe not. Give me a give me a straight like a sultry face. Give me a, oh, that's better. No, you you look like you're pooping. That's no good. Oh, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, plop. Oh, plop over here. Do poo on. <laughs> poo go on. I will not. <laughs> do poo do on. poo on. <laughs> <laughs> on what? Do poo on what? Hmm. Uh, he also picked up some bit parts in films. He had a friend in Hollywood. Um, it's all about who you know. Wow. And he, he was in films like The Drum, which had a role that called on the ability to play bagpipes. Bag yes. He's like the professional bagpiper. Yeah. So he's a, he's a, bag he's a pretty handy pipist. I'm happy with that. So, uh, in the summer of 1938, Churchill came second in the officer's class of the piping championships in Aldershot. Uh, and it was seen as being quite an amazing effort. Because he was the only Englishman in a field of o- over 70 pipers, nearly all of them being Scots. Oh, that really? They were Scottish? Mm. But, but he was Really? The, he's the only Englishman coming second. Yeah, so that, that pissed some people off, apparently. <laughs> so they was, so bagpipes are quite popular in Scotland. Yeah, they've got, they've got a little connection. Do they? Yeah. There's a niche. Do they now? Oh, well, I don't know why you're making such a bloody big song. Do they have a there? Do they have there? I mean, you were there last year, right? You might have noticed a couple in the tourist there, shops you walked past. I was past. there two months ago. Two months ago. <laughs> last year, two months ago, similar. I was there last year. You were there last year. I get year. you and I confused. <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, so, second, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, quite good. I mean, I was saying it like it was good. You're saying like, I mean, he didn't win, but... No. So I was saying, look how good it was. English guy. Look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give him a little bit of... Does sound like a backhanded compliment. You're good for an Englishman. Yeah, yeah of it's kind of like you're funny for a lady. And it's weird when people say that to me. It's <laughs> weird. I get so offended for you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. During uh, the years he spent outside of the army, he also worked on another skill of his that he became a little famous for. Oh mm-hmm. God, is it sex? I was going to say wanking. <laughs> I'd rather be better at sex, to be honest. No, good call. I mean, that. Let's wasn't guess some skills. But... Let's guess some skills then. What could he have gotten good oh, at? Motorbike riding. Sword no, play. He, yeah, he was riding his bikes, but I've already mentioned that. He is famous for his sword, but that's not what it is. 
It's famous it? for his sword, is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is sexy. You're right. Yeah, I reckon so- it's sex. His sword play is second to none. Sword play. Can we have a clue? I like guessing things. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a weapon. Shoot, okay. Is he good at shooting? Archery. Yes. Archery. Yes! Oh, that is awesome. This guy uh, rules. So he uh, And he picked that up after returning from Burma. So he's only been doing it for a little while. Sure. Uh, and his expertise with the bow and arrow scored him a couple more film gigs <sighs> where he'd play an archer or, or whatnot. And then uh, he shot for Britain at the World Championships in Oslo in 1939. Wow! So within it, yeah, only a handful of years. He's representing country. Yeah. He's crazy. He's a bit like Casanova in that he just like just does bit... things and yeah. does them well. And he just some people get really. I, I wonder if he's the obsessive type or just yeah. the naturally good type. Yeah, yeah, I think, good call. Yeah, I reckon it's often it's a bit of bit of column A, bit, bit of column B. Yeah. yeah. So in 1939, Dave, you'd know why that year is pretty famous, Jess. It was a good year. For wine, you know what that cheese, <laughs> and Dave's friend that's Hitler. Right. Uh, to the birth of John Lennon. No, that's nineteen forty. We haven't mentioned Dave's love of Hitler yet. So yes, nineteen thirty-nine, Dave. Uh, sorry, I wasn't listening to you there, Jess. But um, <laughs> the year of the first, well, the first year of the Second World War. That's First the year of the Second World War. That's, That's right. It. Could just say it's when the Second World War started. You fucking weirdo. Yeah, he did say that. Weird well, thing. I. Talked over you, so no. <laughs> Basically, uh, after Germany invades Pol- Poland, mm-hmm. um, Jack's uh, ears prick up and he's like, oh, maybe it's time to get back in that old uh, armed forces. Oh, AKA the army. Oh. Because he's been wanting, he's been looking for a fight the whole time, hasn't he? Yeah, he wants some action. That's what army's short for, right? And he's been armed doing, surfaces? He's been doing right? a lot of fucking. Army. But now he wants a different type of action. With his. Bow and arrow, so to speak. Bow. Oh, God, I hope he uses it in the fight. That'd He's be boner amazing. and arrow. So, <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's right there. That's why you're the best. <laughs> best in the biz. So he re-enlisted with the British Army and... Uh, please he... let me back. Go on. Go on. Oh, please. Oh, All right, then. I mean, water bottle. <laughs> I know you quit, but... All right. Yeah, Actually... Here. They're pretty desperate when the world starts. Yeah. So. Totally, yeah. They probably just let him in. Taking uh, all comers. And it just gets more and more desperate. They keep lowering the, the minimum height throughout the war. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, you've got to be five foot ten. You've got to, now, five foot eight. Five foot all right, if you are above five feet, you can be in the army. Yeah. Dave's in. Children? All right, you're in. All right. Well, in German, Germany, yeah, they were signing out like 13, 14-year-olds oh, by the end. Because they were just like, we need people. Far out. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. This isn't a pro-war podcast, Dave, if that's what you're trying to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop it with your propaganda. Yes. So I'm trying to sign up kids to the war effort. Definitely against child soldiers. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And I'm on the record because I have to be with all of these things. It's funny where he draws a line. Yeah, it is. I mean, your whole way of life, they used to be fine with it. The Nazis. <laughs> He's not a Nazi. Thank you. He sympathizes with them. No. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding, like physically. It's growing more customers, more interest, not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and it's all, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize. You can share. And schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organise your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. (laughs) Right. Sorry. I do forget that distinction sometimes. It's a very important one to make. Yeah. Haven't. Dave, I, I'm so sorry about I have him. no sympathy for the Nazi. I am so sorry about Matt. That will be the title of my autobiography. <laughs> I feel no sympathy for the Nazi. because And other fun stories <laughs> by Dave Warnicke. Volume one. <laughs> it's a seven-part series. I love, a bold, I love a bold title like that. Yeah. Thank you. It's pretty bold. And then by the end, twist... He does sympathise with the Nazi. Yeah, that is a good he twist. Was, he was being tongue-in-cheek the whole time. I, I it was mean, ironic. It's very good. He was being he was being ironic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> oh, jeez, always. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he rejoined the army and his old Manchester regiment and was sent right into the thick of it in France, pretty much straight away. Um, he would have loved it. What's the French word for the thick of it, Dave? Oh. <laughs> Do not make me repeat myself. <laughs> oh. All right, I will. Not hard. I will send you out to the. Oh, oh. <laughs> that sounds nasty. <laughs> he he later said that he rejoined um, the army as Britain had got into a jam in my absence. So a strawberry. Like while I was while I was off. So he reckons that the Last Second World War Bridget? only started because he wasn't in the. British Army. Yeah, I think that's it. Otherwise, the Germans would have been like, you know what, we're not going to invade Poland in case that crazy Jack guy comes over here. I made a delightful preserved joke that our listeners may have heard and may have enjoyed and uh, just didn't want to let that go unnoticed. (laughs) So now I've acknowledged it. Hopefully they enjoyed it. If they didn't, rewind 15 seconds. You'll hear that again. And uh, Matt, do go on. I'm editing it out. (laughs) Yeah, hit back all you like. Mad Jess Perkins. <laughs> uh, he was he was there when uh, Germany was sort of smashing through Holland, Belgium, and France. He was there for that. 
He was there. That's when he, he was right there in the in the bloody guts of it. Um, in the so, oh. So we're we're talking like May 1940. By this stage, he was working his way up uh, through the chain of command up, uh, and he'd become second in command of an infantry company. Wow. Uh, the Germans were pushing the Allied forces back uh, and back uh, where he was. Uh, but Churchill continued to be aggressive, often leading small groups of soldiers against the advancing advancing Germans in counterattacks. Right, and and this is part of the reason why he's a bit famous because he's got, he's got this image. Right, he's been described as almost like a medieval figure. He's he's fronting his men, carrying the bow and them. arrow <laughs> and a sword. No, when they just weren't really used by the army. He just had his he brought a few of his own he bits and pieces. Yeah. BYO sword and bow and arrow. Well everyone else has got machine guns. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. This is a quote that came up a lot. Um he said this later on he goes, Any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. That's just not true. <laughs> wow. That's simply not true. I say that Maybe, Why are you lying to us? Maybe substitute sword for helmet. Yeah, or like or, pants. Or, yeah, pants. <laughs> yeah. You need pants those. Pants is probably the first bit. You need shoes. Pants. Probably yeah. pop on some shoes. You don't know what's on the ground. You could step on some gra- glass or pants something. pants then, or trousers, and then shoes. They're the two most important? Then shirt. Uh-huh. Then or sword. Or is that the order that you get dressed in then in the day? Then jumper. The then bow and arrow. <laughs> Then helmet. Shh, okay. That's how I. That's look. I don't think it's an exact science. Serious question: When you get dressed in the morning, what do you put on first? My um under undergarments. Interesting choice. Out of the shower. Very interesting choice. I think so. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Feel, feels weird being having like top done before the bottom's done. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Mm. I've never thought about it, but I assume I do pants first for that exact reason. Yeah, I think that on the feels same. weird having your top bit... sorted and then, yeah. then adding bottoms. Uh oh. Here we go. Here Possibly we go. controversial. For me it goes under pants. Yes. T shirt then pants. Or trousers. Is it because you choose the T shirt first? Like that's the T shirt oh, I want to wear today. And then you Yeah, it. you add pants later. Yeah, I well, yeah, yeah. And I know what I'm going with my pants is either black or blue. Sure. But the T shirt, it could be any of up to five different colours. Wowzers. What are the colours? Blue. Uh-huh. Yellow. Right. Green. Sure. Red. Uh-huh. Beige. Interesting. Oh, Interesting. The big five. Mm, big five. The big five in the fashion world. So you don't wear black or you white on top? Under your yeah, what do you got? Jumper there. Oh, he's got a combo. Uh, none of the five colours I mentioned. <laughs> five different colours. I've got, got, I've got a, a tri-colour thing going on. There's a... what? Charcoal. Charcoal. Brown and black. Uh, br- all right. Uh, on Sundays, I like to reserve for charcoal brown and black out outwear. Fair enough. Fair enough. If our listeners could let us know when we go too far with the self-indulgent fashion talk, um, How can, well, text they can't in. let us know because text in. we've already done it. Yeah, well, and so can. the by the time they listened, they it's too late. Just they can let us know. It's too late, and oh. you love it, listeners. You love to hear what Dave's wearing. <laughs> yeah, come on. Most of the tweets are, "What are you wearing, Dave?" Yeah, they are. You sexy bastard. They name me. I was really just setting that up so I could now go home and um, create a fake account and tweet in <laughs> saying, we, we've heard enough about Dave's fucking teacher. Is it because you want to go on with your report? Yeah. All right, well, then, a bit antsy. Then do go on. All right. Um, there was a quote uh, in, a, in someone's war diary of the time, which is, a, this is just me. Just a diary, probably. It's me, yeah, no, it's a war diary. Okay. It's like, you know, like it's, uh, if, if you were, had a diary... 
in the middle of say like a basketball game, it'd be a basketball diary. <laughs> You is this I mean? is this a uh, like a deer diary or just he's just like a schedule? A deer diary would be if someone had a diary in the middle of a deer. Uh huh. Somehow, which is unlikely. Okay. Um. So a quote in this war diary mm-hmm. uh, said, "One of the most reassuring sights of the embarkation from Dunkirk was the sight of Captain Churchill passing down the beach with his, his bow and arrows." His high example and his great work were a great help to the 4th Infantry Brigade. Oh. Wow. I just want to say there's no way he's surviving five more years of this. <laughs> right? Come on. He, um, no spoilers. He, he, I, no, Matt genuinely doesn't know. He hasn't finished the report. Right. Re- reading about him a little bit. Because, you know, that, that's sort of just like... Um, so his side loves the side of him. They, they walk taller when they see him around. Because he's just this guy who's just out the front. And and at some point I read his son was saying that he he put himself in more danger than people of his rank normally did throughout the war. They'd normally be you know be back filling out yeah. All right, yeah, parking orders. Heat, but this guy's old school, like leading. I mean, I'm he's saying insane. there's, there's going to be some war people out there going, "That's not right." This is as I understand it. He's sort of he's the one who's literally the first man out charging yeah. Yeah. ahead, holding his sword aloft. See, I'd be the opposite. Saying. That, like yelling war crimes. I'd be the absolute I'd be like, I, guys, I would love to go. Seriously, nothing would make me happier than to go. But I have so much paperwork so to do. Bloody And they, under. bloody, the boss, the, the, the big dogs. Upstairs. They are just, they, HQ. they will not let me go. And oh. I want to, I want to. Is that my phone ringing? Just excuse me. for, And then I run away. <laughs> Out of the war. I run out of the war. I, wouldn't, I don't know how I got there in the first place. Yeah. I would just say I left the oven on. A lot of weird... <laughs> oh, fuck, that's great. Can I argue with that one? Sorry, guys. I left the oven on back in England. I've got to oh go. I've got to go. This is bad. And I've got a peeking duck in there. And uh-huh. I like it crispy, but, but this is going to get ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm, not crazy. I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm mad. And I'm also crazy Jack, but I'm not clinically crazy. More like endearing nickname crazy, but yeah. I'm not crazy, crazy. Right. Nah, I mean, nah, I mean. All right. All right, catch you on the flip flop. Back to the duck. <laughs> As the allies continue... Hashtag back to the duck. That's <laughs> just another example of Jess talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> Please do go on, Matt. <laughs> you piece of shit. As the allies continued to retreat at the moment... Matt, you're doing a great job. This is really fun. I love your podcast. As the Allies continued to retreat at the might of the German army, Churchill took command of his company when his commander was wounded. Um, and, and so now he was in charge. He started practicing some guerrilla tactics, you know, taking small groups of soldiers on raids and that sort Eating of Eating lots of bananas. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> that is not the worst that we've done, even in this episode. Like but the that's the first time we've ever gorilla. we've ever shut someone down for their I'm shit so joke. Sorry. Gorilla, I'm so like sorry. the animal. I'm so sorry. No, nah. that is not on. That is not on. But I love it. That is not. Would a gorilla be a primate? Ah, uh, no, that was fun though. Who did that? Uh, that was me and Dave. Shat on me for oh, it. Oh no, you do it a bit. That was funny. Dave, you got a you got a bit of a rap sheet. Got a bit of a rap sheet. It's adding up. It's almost like I'm the podcast bad boy. Nah, it's I'm not too. Like that. I don't think that's it's it. It's more like you're the podcast bad friend. <laughs> you're the podcast teacher's pet, but there's no teacher, so it's like it's so weird. The listener is my teacher. 
What? That's right. I'm sucking so up to you, confusing. I'm taking down these bullies. What are they teaching We're you? We're not bullying. We're telling jokes. It's literally our jobs. Did, you, it... did you hear that, teacher? Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking notes as well. You're on report, Perkins. Oh, fuck. You're gonna... You get two more of these, you got an after-school detention. I don't want after-school detention. Yeah. And Matt, consider yourself warned. No more drinking beer at school. <laughs> He's always drinking beer. Damn it. Why you made I, know, I wasn't making any reference to I know. It. Sorry. But Matt is... Oh, now he's having a swill. He's, oh. having, he's having another beer. Having a swill. He's having a swill. Not a swig. A swill. A swill. Hey, Matt. Yes. Do go on. One attack that Churchill uh, led, um, he signalled his attack by shooting a Nazi sergeant through the chest Oof. with a barbed arrow. Oh, oh my God. Wait until you see the barbed arrow go into the Nazi's chest. That is the command. <laughs> That's the signal. You won't believe what oh, happens Wait next. for my signal. Oh, no. What happens next? Oh, no. That was just... Oh. <laughs> I thought we were doing clickbait stuff. Um, <laughs> they've already downloaded <laughs> They've we've They've baited. We've baited and they've clicked. And then... So that was the signal and then the and couple they of guys with him did the open up machine gun fire. Um, and just took him out. Wow. There's a, like, and this is supposedly the last recorded kill with a, a bow and arrow in battle. No. Yeah, hasn't been one since 1941. All right. Wow, that's amazing. That's that a great, is amazing. Great fact. Yeah. You Good should have saved that for fun facts. That's what, 75 years of. And th- yeah, it's, that's quite a lot. What's quite that a lot. noise, Dave? Uh, giddy up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 75,000 years of giddy up. up, I'm killing you with a bow. So that, there's a bit... <laughs> That's badass. I'm so impressed. Mo- most of the stories I was reading about it, they they like, they like find all this stuff about him very endearing. And you know, like there's it's a little bit troublesome talking about war and like building up the romanticism of it. Mm. And I, I feels like a lot of it is, you know, it's a myth, you know. This, yep. You're talking up this guy and he's going, look, he's our hero. He's an English legend. So we can all look up, you know, or even, you know, the the allies or whatever. Yeah. So I was trying to find someone who had a contrary view and I found this guy. He's a British weapons historian. It was quoted in an article. Oh, uh, okay. A, a fun party pooper. His Says name was you. Mike Lodes. Okay. Great name for a military historian. Really a weapons guy. And, and um, he was talking about how using that as the signal to kick off the offensive. This quote's about that. He says that um, that tactic doesn't suggest a specific advantage for using the longbow in that situation, but rather a macabre curiosity of using a, using the situation to see what it was like to kill someone with a longbow. <laughs> yeah, co- but that's because that's why it's badass, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, he said, of course, to the enemy, they were going to die either way, but I'm not entirely sure this is the clear-cut, honourable boys' adventure story it first appears to be. Which is the way you hear it told mostly. Yeah, sure. Which is an interesting thing. Yeah, maybe this guy's just like a... Oh, he sounds batshit. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) He's crazy, if not mad. You wouldn't... Yeah. He's... Yeah. That's his name. (laughs) It's in the name. It's in the goddamn name, the buddy putty pooper. Oh, no, he killed a Nazi. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. How do you feel about that? I feel great. Do you? But, I mean, do you feel that any other things? Yeah. Maybe like some... I mean, there's two sides to every story, David. Oh, I mean, now Nazi, who's being sympathetic? The Nazi huh? was a person. Was that sympathy for the devil I hear from Jess Perkins? I think she's trying to get into your psyche. 
Yeah, I'm trying to relate to you. Which is, I Jess, I'd say be careful before you get into his mind. It's a yeah. dark place in yeah, Exactly. There. Do not stare into the abyss. The abyss may stare into you. Oh, my God. What's happening? I'm suddenly feeling things. Is he calling his mind the abyss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's that arrogant. <laughs> yeah. An abyss of a mind is an, a very, very good thing. Dave, I would kill. For an abyss. For an abyss of a mind. I would kill. Thank you. Feel but good. I don't have one. I don't have one, Dave. I don't have an abyss for a mind. How would you describe your mind? Just like a little... My brother... This is genuinely how my brother has described my brain before. You know those little toy monkeys that just have, like, um, symbols and they play the symbols? It's like Homer Simpson. Yeah. He thinks that's what's in my brain. You and Homer. Just... And this noise. A little monkey. Dave, which of the Simpsons was that? Oh, it's probably in multiple. No, sorry. You've let everyone down. I really thought you'd know that. I'm sorry that he let you down. Listeners. Again. Abyssners. (laughs) Abyssners. <laughs> See, they subscribe to the Abyss. They don't. They subscribe to the podcast. Which is called Do Go On and it is in no way an Abyss. What the f- it, We're at like, what, for how many episodes? We've done 50 plus My episodes. My mind is one third of the end of the show. Okay, so one third champ. of the show is an Abyss. Okay, champ. Settle down. Fucking hell. I'm so sorry about him, everybody. If you shut up, I'll give you an Abyssket. No. Oh, I'll be good. Do we have any Abyssgets? Are we, uh, sorry, we're, we're hungry. devoid of a biscuit. <laughs> I'm searching. A year later, in 1941... Um, That's abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. That, that was the closest thing to a thing. I'm cutting it all out. A year later, in 1941, <laughs> the British Army were looking to start up a new crew called the Commandos. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, come on. The story just kicked up. Yeah. And um, so they were, they were advertising, saying, uh, looking for volunteers to join this. Are crew. you mental? But yeah, they ba- they didn't. Apparently, they didn't tell, talk a lot about it. Um, but I did read that they did promise. They're saying we can't tell you exactly what it is, but we promise you it will involve aggressive service. Oh, do you love killing people yeah, with weird much. weapons? Are you mentally unstable? Yeah. I like the idea of. Um, they're not giving you any, like, we can't tell you any details, except you're going to have to kill a lot of people. All right, cool. Do you have any questions about who, how, nah, <laughs> not one. Oh, G- wait. Give me my gun. Can I bring my bow and arrow? I guess. Then I'm in. I'm in. Umbrella? We draw the line. Yeah, come we on, draw, mate. Come on, mate. Don't take the piss. This is serious. Uh, so, yeah, this this got his attention. Crazy Jack. He's like, I'll leave the umbrella behind. And yeah, he he joined up. Uh, The commando training took him to Scotland. And this is where he met a lady named Rosamond Denny. They were married that year. (laughs) They did it fast back then. She was also batshit crazy. Do you know why they did that? Because Because they wanted to bone. No, because it was that. And also, it's likely that he would die next week. Oh, right. But that's not good for... Why does she want to do that? You know what I mean? Probably. What's in it for her? Does she get like war benefits? Yeah, maybe military benefits. That's awful. That's not what I was saying. But you know, like you want to get married because like, well, we may not have a time next Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. He's being romantic and you went straight for money. Yeah. That's about right. It's like, well, yeah, we get married now or I might die maybe yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but why would, like, uh, I, I get why he doesn't want to die. Like back then being married was important. He didn't want to die single, which is like obviously an outdated thing. Get it from his perspective in the war, but the person who's not in the war, what's in it for them? 
Yeah, probably boning. You're probably right. You're probably right. I think it's boning. And what's not romantic about boning, Jess? <laughs> At least the way I do it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what you're going to say. One of us has Not to. the way I do it. <laughs> Nothing romantic about the way I do not it. Not the way I do it. That's what I was going to say. And that I didn't. That was better. No, no, I wish you did. No, it's not. Better. Oh, fuck. I should have left it for you a little bit longer. I could, no, see, I could see you want you But I, I wanted to say it and then you decided not to say it because I sometimes cautious. say very inappropriate things on this podcast that I later regret. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, the Yeah, so the commando's training was long and arduous. It, it took uh, many months and it wasn't complete till late in 1941. Um, and it was sort of signaled by the... The successful shooting of a Nazi with an arrow. Well, that's the signal. <laughs> You've all graduated. Yeah. <laughs> Far away. <laughs> you all get one Nazi. There were so many of them. <laughs> now it's just, I mean, it used to be a lot, and now it's just like one per podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Matt, for Sympath- the hundredth time. Thank sorry. you. You're welcome, Dave. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh the training so yeah, it was the training was complete late nineteen forty one with the successful assault on the German garrison at Vagso oh. in Norway. Probably not how you pronounce it. Churchill was in charge of two companies in the attack with the goal of taking down the German forces on Malloy Island, including their they had cannons there, they want to take them out as well. And in what sounds like classic Jack style, he stood at the front of his landing craft. You know, as those you know those boat things that come in you see in the movies. They're those weird sort of square a- looking amphibious sort of yeah. vehicles. So he's standing on the front of. Picture this: our man Jack <laughs> is standing on the front. His craft is out in front, so he's on the front craft, and he's standing right out the front of it. Of it. Oh no! As it moved ashore, and he was smashing out a few tunes on the bagpipes. <laughs> You're fucking kidding. <laughs> Why they've got cannons inside a castle on an island. <laughs> I guess there is some... <laughs> there is some... Like, I, I just think that was probably the... You know, the... Back then, that was pump-up tunes. That, oh, yeah. That, That's rousing music. What would they be playing now? It'd be... I imagine it'd be hip-hop, right? It'd be something with big bassy beats. No. You're the best around. Oh, yeah. It could no be... No one's ever gone brain. It could be 80s music as well. Yeah. But I thought, so yeah, if you were talking about today music, I would have thought it'd be more like big, just big, I don't know. I was thinking we'll sing Matilda. Oh, okay. Probably. But that song. That's was... rousing. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry. Oh, rousing. A big pardon. <laughs> yeah, I he, always get those two confused. When he shoves that jumbuck in his tucker bag. You can shove your jumbuck in my tucker bag. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Things <laughs> just got... I'm going to start calling it a tucker bag. That's disgusting. Oh, oh. That's disgusting. Oh, no, don't think about it too much. <laughs> oh. You're taking away all the romanticism. <laughs> oh. I'm going to wait for your belly to boil. <laughs> I can't think of any of the lyrics. Uh, Sad anyway. I'll let you bill on my bong. <laughs> Up jump my troopers, one, two, three. <laughs> I got three dicks. <laughs> oh, ba- oh, oh, Banjo Patty, your son. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. What's happening? Back to the pipes. Back to the pipes. That is honestly, 
One of the most badass things I've ever heard. Yeah, he's just there's something <laughs> like, and I think it's his fearlessness is what makes uh, the troops around him, his troops especially, you know, just walk taller and and be more fearless themselves. Like it rubs off on him. Dave, is he gonna, is he going to die in a really bad way? Oh, there, so is it, what's this? Nineteen forty-one. He's going to die soon yeah. and in a bad I know, way. I've only got four years. He's got to survive four more years, and I don't think it's worse than. I reckon like he's going to be playing the bagpipes, and everyone's like, "Oh, we're fine. Look how confident he is." And then he just gets like shot square shot in the chest, in the face. And they're like, "Oh, that's right. We're in a war." Oh, yeah, bagpipes aren't bulletproof. And he refuses to wear a fucking helmet or pants. <laughs> Is he wearing got a kilt? Sword, though. Is, he Is he wearing, wearing a kilt? kilt? He does wear a kilt at times. Oh. Very good. Very good indeed. Oh. Nothing underneath, though, as is the traditional way. Oh. Is that true? Do they not wear... I believe you don't wear anything under... in the Highlands. We, so... We've got Scottish listeners. Let us know if you wear stuff. I know you probably don't wear them just in your day-to-day life, but I mean, is the traditional way of wearing a kilt with no Because yeah, there's always that thing of that they underpants. lift their kilt and flush the enemy to yeah. sort of scare them and also just, you know... Is that a real thing? Yeah, just look fearless and crazy, yeah, right. which I believe a lot it of them seems were. Seems like a Mel Gibson movie kind of thing. Oh, that's what he's thinking of. Did you see Mel Gibson's ass in that film? Oh, I don't, I know. don't think so. I don't. I've never seen it. I have. It's Hit Mel Gibson's ass. Yeah, oh, we've all it. seen Mel Gibson's ass. Yeah, me too. We're Australian. We've all seen his ass. <sighs> it's a rite of passage here in Australia. That's a bloody birthright. <laughs> Is that right? I got it, son. You're 18. Here's your first beer. Here's Mel Gibson's ass. <laughs> Carry on. Good luck to you. <laughs> You're a man now. Don't forget to vote. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's on the voting ballot paper. Yeah. yeah. Ass. It's, it's one of the top. options. Yeah. From one to five, rank these people in order of your preference. What, Mel Gibson's ass? One. Obviously, every time. So Churchill let out his men, uh, you know, playing the bagpipes. I love that he's just got the bagpipes on him as well. Of course he does. Carrying them around. Hey, if you can carry a bow and arrow with you, you can carry some bagpipes. So we... So, um, once they get into the shallow enough waters, he he jumps in, wades into the water, sword up. Of course. Um, Which is the most pointless What thing. year does he think this There's is? There's no point in having a sword. They're up a hill with cannons. Shouting war cries. Of course he is. And they took down the Malloy... I'm not saying that right. They took down this island quickly. Really? He, he signaled back uh, a message saying, Malloy battery and island captured. Casualties slight. Demolitions in progress. Churchill. Cool, calm. Maybe it's just all about the confidence. Yeah, there's got to be something in there. I think we can learn from that. It's all about confidence. He knows the secret. I think, did he, I'm sorry if you've got this in your report later and I'm getting ahead of it, but did he coin the phrase, fake it till you make it? Did he? Is that him? I believe that's written on his tombstone. I right. think that's where I, I did to hear him. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh no, oh, I jumped ahead. Yeah. What, is, what exactly? It's changed a little over time. Sure. Um, what exactly is he faking? Immortality. Yes. Fake being immortal until you are immortal. Yes. See, that was the original phrase, and it was not as catchy. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have the same ring to it. But you know, similar but, but same theme. Languages, it's, it's it evolves. Fluid, it evolves. You know? uh, so he got through the battle unscathed. Um, what the fuck? Not a bloody scratch. But um, soon after, oh, he yeah. was there was an accidental explosion. Oh no! Um, he was sitting drinking a celebratory wine. Sure, is what the, how the oh, story goes. I did goes. not imagine what it was kind a wine of, what kind of, Yeah, what kind of wine do you reckon it was? Obviously a red. I reckon definitely a red. Yeah, I don't think that, there's no ice around. Nah. Um, and so one of his own. Um, sides, explosive experts accidentally set off a small explosion, oh. which 
sent a shard of the wine bottle into his face. Oh, no. Uh, you said forehead. shot in the face. Yeah. Oh, but... Did it... And what happened, Matt? He later joked about the wound, saying, <laughs> I had to touch it up from time to time with Rosamond's lipstick to keep the wounded hero story going. <laughs> I love him. That's so great. So now he's just got like this crazy scar on his face, which makes him even more of a badass. It's a scar face. He is Scarface. Oh, say hello to my little friend. What a guy. What a guy. And in then he pulls out the bow and arrow. In Italy in 1943, the commandos... Scarface. Uh, Scarface and the commandos mm-hmm. were caught in a furious battle with the Germans. These Germans... This is the thing I don't get about the war, right? They're one... They're just such an epic army that they're taken on like quite a lot of powers at once, right? Yeah. But they were just, yeah. they were, they'd really come up and they were... What kind of powers? Mind reading? Mind reading. Telepathy? Telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going, we're going <laughs> ones that are quite close together <laughs> early. But different. Yeah. <laughs> Teleportation. Um, what else could they do? Um, Go invisible. Invisibility, some would say. I'm sure they could fly. They can obviously fly. Oh, sorry. I, I thought that one was a given. Can they shoot webs and tall and climb high? Yeah, they can shoot webs. They can shoot webs. Um, they also have um, their... Radi- rid- radioactive sperm. Radioactive sperm. They have the, the ability... <laughs> Watch out for that. When they're cutting a loaf of bread, they can get every slice the bread, same bread width. Slice. That's bread pretty much... every time. I mean, that, if you're going to have a superpower, that'd be the one you want, right? Also, perfect pump whenever they filled up with petrol or perfect gas. Pump. Just always even dollar amounts. Oh, I love that. So, they're doing well with these powers. Not that I'm sympathizing with them, but I mean, credit where it's due. Wait, who? Yeah, we're talking about the Germans. I forgot who we were talking about. <laughs> the Germans, okay. I keep calling them the Germans, but the Nazis would also work. Germans make them sound what, like. What real term people. do they prefer, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> we have never been in touch. Oh, that sounds like that breaks your heart. <laughs> they have never written back to my letters. <laughs> Dear Nazis, don't listen to the others. I think you're all right. Please write back. Love, Dave, age 11. Your biggest fan. He started oh. early. <laughs> Not true. Um, oh, were you nine? Nine. nine. Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean it. Didn't mean it, but it it was there. It was there. You had to take it. Yeah, you got it. Nine jokes. I mean, every time there's Germans involved, there's got to be a nine joke there or two. There has to be. There has to be. Uh, so, so that in 1943, commandos caught in a furious battle with the Germans, and under the cover of darkness, one night Churchill organised <laughs> his men. Like it was a pretty. This was a a pretty full on battle. Supposedly, um, Churchill thought of a different strategy. He organised his men into six parallel columns. Six lines, and he sent them chart. So apparently, the underfoot it was quite, um, cr- like the, it was it wasn't like flat underfoot underfoot. So the ground, the ground, say you know, in other in in aka the ground was um uh was quite noisy to walk through. So he's like, we can't, we're not going to be able to just like sneak up on them. So let's go the other way. Put them in a six columns. Sent them charging ahead. Yelling, commando. Commando, commando, <laughs> commando. So if they, they might hear your steps, let's just yell. Yeah, you may as well. When you say... That's basically going you know, act bigger than like you are. Like a bear, as well. yeah. When you say columns, though, it makes Lines. me think of them. Thinking, yeah, yeah, no, but it makes, me, <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of them. <laughs> like, like a circus act. Yeah, there's like three of them up. And then they're <laughs> vertical. Ooh, <Yeah>. ooh. 
they've like one commander. All three of them are like they've got a hat on the top and a really long jacket. Yeah. Who are these giants? <laughs> Run away! <laughs> like toddlers be adults. And that worked. The really tall German toddler adults um, confused the German because it made it sound like they were everywhere by so, yelling commander. Wow. Yeah. Because they're coming... Oh, it sounded yeah, like they yeah. were coming from all directions. And that uh, the attack was a huge success. They got... They netted. What? Netted. They um, took 136 prisoners in that attack. Holy shit. At the same uh, time, Churchill had gone deeper behind enemy lines, right? Course, yeah. He just kept going. He just kept running. He, he was took... now posing as a Nazi. <laughs> he just took oh. one, he one man with him named him. Ruffle. Ruffle? Or Ruffle? Ruffle. I think Ruffle. Ruffle. Is Ruffle a man or a dog? A dog. Who took Ruffles? Ruffles. <laughs> here, boy. Here, here boy. boy. Shh, 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 now, when, shh. I, when I give you the signal, start yelling, Commando. <laughs> and shoot an arrow at that Nazi. Good boy. Uh, so, he, he went all the way into town. Um, there. <laughs> he just went to the pub. <laughs> and that's where the term went to town <laughs> yeah, came from. He really went to town on the, those Nazis. <laughs> Um, uh, and apparently even Churchill later described what happened next as being a bit Errol Flynnish. Okay. Oh. All right. Even him. Even, even he, he said yeah. that. Who said that? Sorry. Mad Dog himself. Mad Dog himself. Described himself as Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn. He, no, he said the scenario was a bit Errol Flynnish. Oh, cool. Because so Errol Flynn was famous for his swashbuckling films. Yes. So, uh, what happened was he, he could see, um, it was totally pitch black dark, um, but he could see a cigarette. Well, in the distance, so you could tell there was a person there. Him and and oh and, god, and I his... hope he says the line "smoking kills." <laughs> yes. Wait, but change the noise to a bow swish, and arrow. Swish, yeah. Swish, swish. <laughs> yeah, switch of a sword. Yeah. But that, so that's what happens. He goes up, um, and he takes these guys. He, he yells, "Commando!" Uh, he 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 yells something at them in German, and they were like they surrendered with it, him just and his sword. Which are they? How many? Two. So just two? Why would they surrender? They, well, he... He, he had a thought. Confidence. He faked it till he made yeah, it. Yeah, and it, he, he, there's a quote in a second, but I'll just go through the rest of the story. Um, so he, he captured these two German soldiers. I'll say the story very briefly. Uh, they then went around to all the other posts and just two by two or however many were there, he approached the next uh, post. And got the Germans to say, hey, everything's cool, man. That's all right. Hey, what are you guys up to? And they gotcha. And then they got more and more. And they just went around this town collecting German <laughs> well, prisoners. It's 32 of them walking around going, yeah, everything's cool in unison. Uh, not 32. 42. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Two people captured 42 yes, men. Like way behind enemy, like in the town that was obviously had at least 42 German what? Soldiers there, um, so he took them and all their weapons. He got he he made them keep hold their guns. He took all the ammunition out of the weapons, and another one of the prisoners carried the bag of ammunition, and he just marched them back to the where the rest of the British troops were. Which I was like, what? How would why? Surely just a few of them would have to go. Hey, look, this isn't good for us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we can outnumber them. He's got once maybe one of us. I guess that's sort someone's going to get chopped, but come on, but worth it. But then, so there was a, a quote from Churchill that explains what, why he he thought it was possible. He said, "I maintain that as long as you tell a German loudly and clearly what to do, <laughs> if you are senior to him, he will cry, 
Jaywal, which I think means, I looked up, means yes. And get on with it enthusiastically and efficiently, whatever the situation. That's why they make such marvellous soldiers. What? So they're like robots saying yes to senior... It's like just it's like he thinks of them like they're dogs or something. Just you gotta You just gotta be You've gotta be you're the boss. Yeah, nice clear <laughs> commands. If, you, if you're dominant, they'll respond. Don't make any sudden movements. <laughs> they kick back at the rear. Yeah, always approach them from the front. Something like that. In nineteen forty four Oh, he's so close. Yes. He's he is. In nineteen forty four, uh he was sent to Yugoslavia. Um, and he was leading a charge, so obviously we've skipped ahead again. Um, he was leading a charge through oncoming fire and mortar shells. Pretty full-on scenario here. And this is this is where his luck finally runs out. Um, Aww. He was one of only seven men to reach the target. So there's just seven of them there, and they're just like they in a really real hot They really needed to get some pajamas. new clothes and some uh, homewares. Our target is a shop here in Australia. And elsewhere. Yeah, I think that might be an American that's store. A, it's a different chain. Also called Target. But With the Target symbol? Yeah, it's very much Same weird. sort of shop though, right? So it probably translates, Dave. Well, no. well our listeners in Monaco might not know what Target is. Oh, Monaco. Good, we yeah. do have one listener in Monaco. Just Hello. the one. Oh, okay. Well, that's like one-tenth of their population. Okay. That's not true. That is, that is so ignorant of you. Look at the facts, people. That's well, not one not of them. A, not a I'm fact. sorry that I interrupted you, but I kind of had to for the target joke. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I'm just worried that our Monaco listener isn't telling his friends. Yeah. That's always saying. That's always saying. So, yeah, he was only one of seven men to reach the target department store. And after running out of bullets, he found himself to be the last man standing. There'd been a few mortar shells that had taken out wow. um, his teammates. Uh, not fully killed. They were sort of, but they were. They, they were fully killed. They were pretty. They were on their way to being dead. Oh no! Um, once he realised he was defenceless, he pulled out his bagpipes. He did not. And he played somber music. Up. He did not until the advancing Germans chucked a grenade and exploded him. <laughs> oh god! So, but something may have hit him in the face. He, he, oh wait, I'm going no, just, just to double check. Him. No, they didn't explode. I'm making that sound worse. He he got knocked out. He's still not dead. Still not dead. Fucking what? Uh, a German account at the time described it as the doleful sound of an unknown musical instrument. Adorable. Oh, so wow. he's a, but like this guy's, he's like, well, I'm defenseless now. They're Might coming well for me. Play some. I have the bagpipes somewhere. Play some BP. Where yeah, is it's not where a small the, instrument? Where are the bagpipes? Why is he carrying them with him? Does he have travel-sized bagpipes with him? <laughs> he's got a mini set. <laughs> they got. He's got to bl- inflate but them. Just as they're powerful in a, a as a small noise. inflatable one, <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense, I guess. Oh, um, that's good. Uh, he's still not dead. He came to to find the Germans poking him to see if he was still alive. I reckon he's still alive now. Maybe. I reckon he is. So, Mad Jack's luck had seemingly run out, but because um, he was captured by the Nazis and the order was to ki- for him to be killed. Mm. But for some reason, he was spared. Um, I've read a couple of things. One of them was saying that, you know, this a certain German officer was like uh, some sort of mutual respect for another high-ranking officer. I'm not going to do that. I don't. He's like, I don't think this is right sort of thing. Wow. Um 
And there's another theory uh, that was that he might have been mistaken as a relative of Winston Churchill. Um, and possibly because of that, he was flown to Berlin to be interrogated. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's not good. So he was, his life was spared, but they're like, we're going we're gonna to get this information out of you. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that they're not just going to ask nicely either. Well, what would you do there? Would you cooperate to spare your own life and just be like, yeah, I'm his cousin, and then just make up the answers to their questions? Yeah, because that would be better for your side anyway if you gave them false information. Yeah. And yeah. then they'd probably spare you if you get... Well, no, they probably wouldn't. They'd probably get what they needed out of you and then kill you doesn't anyway. doesn't sound like the badass that's, way. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, this story makes the Nazis sound like they're just... Like, what, how is how do they keep letting him... Why haven't they killed him yet? Yeah. Anyway, seems like they've had a couple of opportunities. Um, he, so he was flown to Berlin to be interrogated. That's the story that when he arrived in Berlin, when he got off the plane, he left a little match or a candle amongst some newspapers. No. And then... What? And then when they got... So they get out of the plane and sort of turn around and the plane explodes and burns. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true? Apparently. So while, hang on, while he's walking away from the plane in slow motion, <laughs> yeah. it explodes behind him? Yeah, that's Is how I'm picturing it. Is he wearing sunglasses? Yeah, oh, he, he, he wasn't, and then but he, put but but he knows he that there's about to be an explosion, so he puts them on to protect his eyes. But somehow everybody else falls over in the explosion, but he keeps walking. And then music plays. Bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got to have like a sweet catchphrase. Nazi. More like Yahtzee. Explosion. <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was it. That's why you're an associate producer. Hey, it's pretty good. Oh, Jess just sent sent back a bit of neg, a neg back your way there. It's not nice, is it? Let's do the hand grenade back. How does it feel? It's not nice. You can dish them out, Dave, but can you Certainly take can't them? take them. I know I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm so fragile. You're the most precious. Yeah, I'm the most precious. You're our precious little boy, aren't you? So, yeah, the, and I'm like, all right, well, that's the last straw. Yeah, hey, hey, you blew this up our plane. This guy's blown up. Fuck you. I'm going to shoot you in the head right now. Yeah, that's what, right? But apparently he was like, oh, yeah, one of the pilots <laughs> was smoking and reading the newspaper. I told him that that was a recipe for disaster. He told me to shut up. It's like it's all very sparse the story, how the story is, but that's what a few different articles said. That he just said that, and and then they sort of skipped to went, okay. anyway, and on you know next thing. So wait, no, wait, what? That's amazing. What Nazi is taking that as an excuse? Oi, Heinz or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Heinz, come over here. Stop making delicious soup and come over here. Come over here. Mad Dog has just said. <laughs> That you were smoking on the plane. And now, as you can see, it's smouldering to the ground. It, is that true? I imagine the pilot was on the plane and got exploded. Though, right? Oh, that might have been. The, yeah, that makes... All Probably right. Can't interrogate a dead yeah, guy. Hines. <laughs> you blamed a dead man. Hines? Hines. Oh, no. Hines. Hines. Oh, no. Now we're sympathising for the Nazis. It's a slippery slope, it, it isn't is it, a, Dave? Oh, it is a dirty game you're playing, I wouldn't Dave. know. I wouldn't know. Never touch the slope. Never touch the slope. Not even a not even a toe. Don't touch the slope. Don't touch the slope. Don't drop the slope. <laughs> Once in Ber- oh, I mean to talk over your zingers. No, no it sucked. Yes. Please go on. Once in Berlin, he was able to prove that he had no valuable information to give. I know Nazi. The only way that happens is that they torture the shit out of you and go, "Wow, all right, he clearly knows nothing because he would have said something yeah, by I'll, now." That's like it feels like. Well, if you don't know anything now, we'll kill you. 
Yeah, right. So he's useless, and he just blew up the fucking plane, and he's been bow and arrowing sergeants left, right, and center just all day. And surely he's got a reputation because there's only one guy that has a bow and arrow yeah. and plays this bagpipe instrument that they've never seen. Which before. I imagine he's still carrying around with him. <laughs> I think he actually <laughs> lost the bagpipes in that last. Obviously, when he got knocked out, I don't think they let him take them with him. Oh, that would, you know, that'd so be crushing him. Instead of yeah, they transferred him to the Saskatchewan. That's not right. Sac. Such Senhausen concentration camp what? where he quickly or quite quickly escaped relatively quickly of course well, he I, did. I'm going to say that that's one of the big concentration camps yeah that's one of the big ones and he escaped he escaped it by what? by no, getting no. under a wire fence and through a drain what is he a rabbit <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit that lives in the drain I just mean they can get under fences. God, Dave. It's like you never had a pet rabbit as a child. They can get under fences. <laughs> he does, he's got an abyss where his imagination should be. <laughs> he can't. He just can't. What's that like? Lonely. Yeah. In his head, he's like, no, nah, he's a human. It's not, a, it's not it's like not a, a rabbit at a all. Rabbit. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is good face. Thank you. He's giving good face right now. Um, so one, once free, his plan was to walk through Nazi territory to the Baltic Sea, approximately 200 kilometers away. And then what was he going to do when he got to the Baltic Sea? Go for a swim, I guess. Oh, he's going to swim back to England. He, he actually made it a long way. Supposedly, it was only a few miles from the coast before he was uh, found and captured ah. and transferred to another camp. Ugh. So again, finding himself in captivity, Churchill stayed vigilant. Like a rabbit. Waiting for an opportunity to escape once more. Like a rabbit would. In the autumn time, an opportunity presented itself during a power outage. And he he took his shot and he escaped from the Nazis once more. What? Who in this story just sounds like they're the the Schultz guy going, you know, the sort of really incompetent and incompetent Hogan's Hero style. Also a Simpsons thing. Colonel Clink, remember that? That's right. He was... On, on the show. <laughs> Homer. Uh, yeah, so this time he had a new plan. It was to walk about 160 kilometers to safety. Oh, just a cheeky 160. Well, you know, that was that was how far it was to get to a border or something like that. Or, or one of the big towns mm-hmm. um, that might have been a little more ally-friendly. Um, he escaped with an old rusty tin. <laughs> and... In what's that he used that or he no? Had it was that his friend. He, es- he escaped with it. <laughs> it's and just he, my friend. But apparently he had it. <laughs> he had it with him for quite a while, like, th- like thinking ahead to the escape. He's like, well, I'm going to need this. So he, he had it with him, ready to go. And app- and some people said also some onions. Sure. But it, it, which sounds weird, but it made sense because he used that to cook food. Ah. Uh, so okay. he'd go past crops and he'd take vegetables out, cook them up in the in the tin can. The rusty oh, can. That is brilliant. I think maybe this is what he was saying. He was he thought of it as he was liberating Nazi vegetables because he's stealing them from the crops, <laughs> which is pretty funny. That's so good. Um, Be free into my <laughs> into belly. My tummy. <laughs> he made it eight days into his journey, um, and in, in those first eight days, he'd rolled his ankle and he was battling a bit when, before he was found again. But this time by Allied American forces. Oh yes! So he was back, baby. Um, so the European part of the war was coming to an end, uh, but the fight was still going on in the Pacific. 
And that's where Jack was heading. He, he wanted to go where the action was. I want to be where the people are. So he, 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 was, on, he was on route to Asia um, in the Pacific. <laughs> Did you just say that? Asia. Asia. <laughs> the how, a- how do you say it? The Asian continent. Asia. 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 <laughs> well, you, don't to, you don't have to close your teeth so violently at the end of that word. Asia. I mean, I can hear it in my headphones. I'm really it, hoping our listeners wait, can hear you do a- that. Asia. No, that's no, right. No, no, you still... Asia. There we go. Yeah, Asia. Yep. Asia. Mm, there was a bit of a text oh, this claim now there. It's become one of those words that sounds weird. Wait, well, if you say any word 15 times in a row, yeah, you start thinking so. about it too much. Matt. Anyway, so he, he, was, Matt. he was on route. Matt. Matt. See, Matt. It's weird. Matt. Matt. Your name is Matt. It's bloody music in my ears. <laughs> So he was on his way to Asia and <laughs> <laughs> nailed it, nailed it. And he, Perfect. but um, before he before he got there, or some people say just as he arrived. I mean, it's a big place, Asia. Obviously, I don't have the specific Asia. place where he was heading. Um, uh, but just as he was about to arrive was when the Americans dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm-hmm. basically ending World War Two for all intents and purposes. Oh, Which so. It's probably like okay, it's a good thing to end a world war, but Jack's probably like. Oh. He is quoted as saying, possibly tongue in cheek, but he's quoted as saying, "If it hadn't been for those damned Yanks, we could have had kept the war going for another ten years." Oh, yeah, damn it, Yanks! I mean, I'm kind of with him on them not nuclear bombing. Totally. But wanting the war to go on for ten years is a mm. bit odd. I think I I'm like. It's funny how the different articles, like, that's another quote that came across in a lot of articles, and some people are, like, going, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. And other ones were, like, clearly tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Said, you know, or a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I think, yeah, I think it's a little I bit feel tongue-in-cheek. I like, yeah. that wasn't the end of combat for him. That was the end of the war. So he, But he survived the whole Second World survived War. Survived the whole Second World War. That is just insane. He was pretty annoyed that he'd missed a lot of action because he was a prisoner. He missed quite a bit of time in camps and walking. You'd think you'd vegetables. be glad to be alive. Yeah. And not a prisoner. But he's like, oh, I missed all that. Yeah, people, I can't, like, anyone else would be like, Thank God. sending you home. Thanks. You're, he's won, a, like, a bunch of medals. Wow. Did he get a Victoria Cross? He, I don't think he got a Victoria Cross. No. He got. Um, usually, yeah. usually you have to die to get that, but. Right. Well, that, he, he did not do that. That wasn't the end of combat for Mad Jack, though. Now in his 40s, he trained as a parachutist. Oh, my God. And ended up in Palestine as second in command of the 1st Battalion of the Highland Light Infantry. I've changed my Infantry. mind. Infantry. Infantry. I've changed my mind. You know how I said he's going to die really badly? I Now I think he's either still alive or died peacefully, peacefully in his sleep at, like, 90 years like old. In a, like a nursing home. He was home. born in 1906, remember? Yeah, one hundred and ten. That is not impossible. It's not impossible. But very unlikely. That's what I said. That's what I said. He's either still alive or he died peacefully in his sleep when he was ninety. I was just trying to build up the um, build up alive. the excitement. He's still alive him. and he's got him out the side. He's here. He's here. <laughs> oh my Do god! Do you recognise this voice? <laughs> ah, bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bow and arrow just commando. Boom, commando. We just see a bow and arrow fly through Matt's chest and he kicks down the door. Oh, here he is. He just, a really old man. He slaughters <laughs> us all for some reason. 
Well, because you're a Nazi. That's why. He knows. Oh, he knows. Dry, mate. <laughs> um, so yeah, he so he he went. He, he he's parachuting. Pal- Palestine. He was there for a little while. He's insane. He, he was said to have saved the lives of 700 Jews in Jerusalem, get safely evacuating them. Wow. Which is pretty. That's possibly something I didn't look into that stuff so much, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's like, how did he do that? He went up one by one <laughs> with the sword and said, you want to be evacuated? I said, yeah, yeah. They yeah, they were all just going about their business. <laughs> <laughs> he just had 700 hostages. <laughs> uh, he he went on after, after Palestine, he went on to serve as an instructor at the Warfare School in Australia. What? And whilst in Australia, he got... He got keen on surfing. Fuck came, off. Came quite a good surfer. And Fuck off. When he went back to England, he he designed his own surfboards. No, he didn't. And he became the first person to ride the no. Severn Rivers, uh, the Severn Rivers five foot tidal ball. No, no. So what's that? It's a like a like a water thing that like a certain pressure hits and it like pumps up and then it like it's something you can surf from people. And he was the first one he to, was do the first one to do oh, it. Oh, what a guy! He is. Insane, and you know what? Less Aussies surf than you'd think. When I was overseas recently, than so I'd think than you personally would think. Really? <laughs> recently, and somebody was like, "You're Australian, do you surf?" I was like, "No," and they went, "No Aussies I've met surf. We don't actually surf that much." I mean, and yeah, in Melbourne, well, yeah, we were in a bay. Oh, southeast. Yeah, there's no. Well, there, there, and there it's also cold. Plenty it's of cold Melbourne down here. surf, but like my brother's a surfer, but. And I got like cousins who surf and stuff, but I would say the minority of my family. I think family if you go surfs. north, yeah, certain towns definitely would more. definitely. Anyway, have. I digress. Uh, he remained married to Rosamund until his death in. <gasps> oh, I remember he married to the nineties. So I reckon the nineties. He got surely he nah, was in his nineties. Eighty, nineteen eighty-three. Dave, nineteen ninety-one, nineteen ninety-six. Holy. Whoa! He made it to 90. He made it to 90. Just said 90. <laughs> How did he die? This is sick that I'm so excited. He was 90. <laughs> so he died peacefully in his he sleep at 90. Of, he died of being 90. <laughs> oh my God, I was right. I said that. When you get to 90, you don't. people don't go, how did you die? It's just, he was 90. I, I said that. Oh, that is pretty amazing. Do you think amazing. I'm secretly psychic? I think you, ki- psychic. I think you killed him. I was six. Of course I killed him. Oh, there's no way. I've been too bloody cute. He couldn't handle it. His heart gave oh, out. Oh, no. A six-year-old could Look never take him Look at her little pigtail. Now. She's so cute. Oh, no. Oh, no. He didn't quite make his birthday. He was 89. Jess, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so close. You killed him one. Born in you... September. Died in March. Oh, a few you laughed ago. way too hard about an 89-year-old hero dying. You sick Fuck. He's the most insane man. He would have laughed at that because he is crazy. What's that say about you, Dave? I'm so Have happy. I'm so happy that you remained married to his wife. I was wondering what happened to yeah, Paul. So Roman. happy he so died. They, no, so happy he was married to his You're wife. So happy he died, you monster. <laughs> Do they have married kids? Married to had two kids. Oh my god, they still alive. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, either of them are in Australia. No, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Be so cool if we were secretly his grandchildren. We oh didn't my know. god, but. There's yeah. no way I could be his grandchild. How do you think you'd um, 
like a guy like that, how would he be spending his retirement years? So years? he'd be that guy at the RSL just telling stories, and everyone's like, "Yeah, righto, Jack." There must have been. They'd a bit be of... like, "Bullshit." The the thing that was talked about a bit was that he um, spent his later years with his wife sailing cold fired ships on the Thames. What? What? Oh, the Thames. The Thames. The Thames. Possibly why it was that was in my head. And also making model ships, which became quite collectible, apparently. Oh, I'd love to get a Mad Jack Apparently they were really accurate, like, Navy ship models. He he wasn't even in the Navy. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden he loves boats. Oh, my God, I love him. Uh, Did he still play the bagpipes? I reckon that he was... I reckon he was probably gardening a hedge with a sword. Yeah, definitely. He was the local crazy man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the report. Uh, there was one last thing, which is maybe relevant or not. There was a, an article I read about, uh, one of the things that came up about him was, just a couple of years ago, the Royal Norwegian Explorers Club published a book that featured Churchill, naming him as one of the finest explorers and adventurers of all time. Wow. What, what a life. What a life. How did he live? Without yeah, me, the, the odds on that he know. dies before old age. Like, how did he? Like, he at one point he got shot with a machine gun. Uh, I think it clipped his ear. Like he just like centimeters away from death. Yeah, millimeters. But he would have been centimeters away from death at all times. Time at all times. Time. Amazing. What a story. What a character. That, I've never heard. Of, I'm surprised I haven't heard. And he's that. hardly. He's hardly like. You know, you can. He's not hiding away. He's standing at the front, yeah. one out, with a sword surely. in there, basically going, "Go on." Yeah, surely, if you're the sniper, that's the first one you go for, right? Yeah, but all this stuff is what makes me feel uncomfortable about, like, like elevating this war, this guy, like, ma- makes him f- feel a bit made up. Yeah, like, like the myth has been inflated. Yeah, he's like, it's like the um, Hunger Games where they put uh, that bow and arrow lady. Out and they like call her the Mockingbird or whatever. And Katniss that, and the Mockingjay. Mockingjay, and she's like on all the videos, been inspiring. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was just like a like a. He was a Mockingjay. Maybe you think that he's propaganda. Oh I, I, no, I feel like doesn't. Don't you think it feels a bit like that? Like it could be. I mean, the winners write the stories, right? So. Mm, fuck, that's a good point. But I think he's dangerous. I'd, I'd I like to. I'd like to believe it because it's. It's a good story. It's, it's a great story. No, I, I, I just, I just wonder if it's been inflated at yeah, all. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But, yeah, definitely. But point to a life that hasn't been. That's true. Wow. It sounded way deeper than it actually is. But thank wow. you. Wow. Thank you. That was really good. That was really good, Dave. Thank you. What a lovely way to finish. God, you're lovely. Sometimes Dave. the abyss gives back. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes the abyss gives back. Does that make you think? a pen. That's actually quite philosophical as well. Sometimes if the only there work. was a way we could record this wisdom. Ah, oh, but there's just no way we can do it. I don't I'm have afraid a pen. we've run out of tape. We'll have to delete the last five minutes. Oh no! Oh, Matt, that was actually a great story, and we would like to thank Steve Sharday S nine oh nine at Shades nine oh nine on Twitter. Thanks, Steve Sharday. Thank you, what a bloody Stave. yeah! That's a that's a great suggestion. Yeah, awesome. I don't think, he's not a guy who's um, messaged in much, Steve. I don't think seen a lot of feedback. So please. He's around, but yeah. Well, we always great suggestions. We always ask for suggestions, but how about if you know any other great lives of crazy stories of people that aren't like super duper famous that most yeah. of people just haven't don't know if you mention them by name, but if you look into them, it's like wow. Give us those names because we'd love to talk about them. Yeah, but any topic, anything you like, you can put into the hat via email, like 
uh, well, not like Steve did, but you can do go on pod at gmail.com or via Twitter, like, like Shades0902 did. <laughs> Uh, at do go on pod, we're on the Instagram now. At on the Instagram on Instagram now. Oh God, Grandpa! At do go on pod, uh, Facebook. Do go on pod. Do go on pod. It's all do go on pod. I know. I'm just re- very repetitive, aren't I? Yes. But we would love to uh, hear from you. And next week is a very special episode for us, <laughs> as we are hitting our first birthday. Guys, guys, what? we look great for one. It is <laughs> one year of releasing. A podcast every week because we started with three. That's why it's going to be episode fifty-five. But it's going to be a year since we uh, first released our thing, so we've, we may have something special in the works. Ooh. Little uh, little announcement. Bit of sizzle. Little cake. Little, we each uh, download will come with a free slice of cake. Ooh. I don't know how we're going to deliver that. Well, we've got a week to think about it. So okay. <laughs> sounds like a good deal. Just start making cake. JP Bop will be back in the hot seat, yes. giving her report in the next Bop week. seat. Oh, I love it. It's just the seat I sit in every week. It's called it's the Bob seat. You should label it and not let anyone else sit there. Oh, I do. The Bob seat. Yeah. But until we do that, I will say goodbye. Bye. Bye.